everyone. It's November 26, 2021. It's Black Friday. Yay! Black Friday. Some of y'all are out shopping and spending with your loved ones. Uh, boy, we have a great podcast for you, specifically selected for Black Friday. All I right. wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm your host, PT, with my podcasting partners, the Bald Beauty, Steve Howard. What's up, Steve? How y'all doing? Steve, you look magnificent today. Thank you. You're welcome. I as always. I shave my beard. Uh, down. Oh. Not off. Down. Okay, it's good because I was going to start calling you Habib. Okay, anyways, uh, and then the author, youth pastor extraordinaire, Joanna Grace. How are you, Joanna? Good morning. Good morning. And today, today, guys, I'm really excited. Today, we have, we're welcoming for the first time on the podcast, one of the smartest men I know. He is a retired, retarded. There we go. He's <laughs> Freudian slip. He is a retired chief financial officer of public and pre-public companies in the DFW area. Uh, he graduated from the University of Texas at Austin and has an MBA wow. and PhDs with specializations in accounting. So currently wow. he is a full-time instructor of accounting and finance for several well-known universities. And he happens to be my dad. Please welcome with wonderful, wonderful, wonderful laud and honor, my father. Father, Dr. Douglas Letch. Let's give it up for Dr. Douglas Letch here. Yes, 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 yes. It's a, it is a, it's a great day. Wow. It's a great day. Yes, it is. And I might be sweating a little bit because we're talking about debt and my dad is in the house. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 either really gonna be really good or I've gotta have to go into to, to therapy afterwards. All right, so yes. uh, <laughs> uh, man, we've got a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, obviously, people are on vacation mode. People are out having a great time. Yes, Black Friday saw Walmart parking lot. It was um, it was oh my oh my goodness. Uh, I've never there. seen never seen so much traffic at seven o'clock in the morning going to Cracker Barrel. I just never mm. seen it. So wow. it was, there was a lot. There's a lot of people out there, man. They're all out having a good time. And speaking of which, we got a mobile Santa coming up December 9th through the 12th, and a live nativity scene. Once again, that's a live nativity scene from the 9th through the 11th. We're going to be having a great time there in those days. You want to come out to 20465 North Highway 69, Lindale, Texas. On those nights, completely free. You don't have to pay anything. You just come, enjoy yourself, come and see Santa Claus. We're going to give you uh, a links to 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 free pictures with santa claus uh, go and have a great time with your family and hear about the story of jesus and and all that great stuff it's all going to happen but it's only possible because we had some incredible wonderful we have raised so much money for this yeah. year's nativity and mobile santa we're so thankful for our sponsors cracker barrel which i i'm going to frequent there as much as possible number one reason because have you tried their stinking cinnamon roll pie no. Have you? No. Oh my. You can't. You can't now because it's it's been out for the last two weeks. It's that good. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, if you eat this, you, you um, it's a it's like an addiction thing. You you'll come oh. in. You won't. Oh. Yeah. Don't tell me that. No, don't need to be addicted. Anymore. Oh, it's it's Mm-mm. it's fantastic. It is absolutely. My my wife loves it, and she doesn't even like pie. They wow. brought a, they brought one piece out. And they were like, here, let me let you try this. And they didn't charge, because it's me. Uh, they didn't charge me for it. Um, but it's obviously because I have the PT podcast. I'm just saying. Totally. That's, that must totally. be That must be why. Anyways, so Jackie brought it out. And she's like, here, I want you to try this. And so I did. I tried it. I, it. It was, 
It was like slap your mama. Like how how dare you not make this before now? I, I'm 43 <laughs> years old. I haven't had it. Slap your mama. That kind of good. Wow. So it's good. Go and grab it. It's good. Good stuff. And of course, their breakfast and dinners is really good. Grab it. Well, no, you can't right now. No, but when when the holidays when the holidays are over, or even before, I think they'll probably get a shipment in pretty quick. But they all oh listen, they for Thanksgiving, they had sold out on pre orders. Wow, of this pie before what? yeah, like all the pre orders took them. They got a shipment in last week. All the pre orders are gone. They took them all. Wow. I know because I was going to order like three or four of these pies. That's for, right. us. for us, right? That no, was a, no, you a, got your no? prizes last week. Oh, this, well, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, you, you guys use whatever you want on it. You can go buy it with your whatever. <laughs> yeah, go buy fine. a pie. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's crack, Cracker Barrel had the option of not doing it this year. We we know that this is kind of a religious thing that we're we're trying to pull this year, and they they threw caution to the wind and they they are a platinum sponsor this year. They, wow. They have, that's awesome. They've come on and sponsored the Nativity Scene Mobile Santa, so we are thankful to them. Go out and patronize them, please, folks. And then there is a land services company that pretty much every year they have been a platinum sponsor. Wow. Voils Land Services, and they are fantastic. They are fantastic at land services. I hear they're they, really great. I yeah. hear, well, from a particular <laughs> person on this on this, uh, on this this panel, I hear that the owner is incredibly hot. So hot. Yes, and that's why they have air conditioning. Okay, so that's... <laughs> I wanted to cut that one down real quick. Voils Land Services. It's warm in here, guys. Uh, a lot of the reason why our property looks the way that it looks and how fantastic it looks it looks is because Voice Land Services helps us take care of the property. Wow. And they are fantastic at what they do, whether it's roads, whether it's clearing out for a pond, whether, I mean, they, they do pretty much oh, everything wow. land mm -hmm. service wise. They are fantastic. You want to check them out. And then we got a real estate guy. Wants a pond. Okay, good, hey, good. Give me a call. I know people. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Voice Land Services. All right. So, and it's not Bill Murray that looks really good, by the way. Yeah. This is, yeah. Okay. So that was just, that was a random thing. That was good. Um, uh, Tim Schlesner is a, with Leslie Kane Realty. He's in Tyler and he is a platinum sponsor as well. And we want to thank him for getting on and, and, and awesome helping guy. us. Great, great guy. And mm -hmm. a poet. A dude can uh, write. Yeah. He's yeah. thinking good at writing. Yeah. If you're listening, Tim, I think you're pretty good at writing. Um, you need to find some more talent to get your, you know, music out there. Some some person that can sing. But, um, <laughs> anyways, all right. And then, uh, of course, we 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 know Mr. Jorge from the Window Guy. That Window Guy. They mm -hmm. came on board, mm -hmm. and uh, we have some 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 great products around here. Um, some of the doors that we've got in here. Uh, we don't have very many windows. I'm uh, just saying. But no he has, we have he no has, windows. He is absolutely great at pressure washing. The They've house done, has got windows. The house has got windows. Yeah, the house has windows. We've got great quality window doors though. Yes, now, we do. Because of that yes, window guy. And awesome. just a fantastic and fantastic. In fact, it's the premier in Lindale area and the Tyler area. They're, they're the, probably the best window company out there. Absolutely. Here in this area. So if you're in the Lindale area, Tyler area, Van area, um, the, the, the Tri-City area. Tri-City. <laughs> wow, that so, really made us sound important. <laughs> it made us sound something. Delusions of grandeur, baby. But yes, uh, but we're not diluting with, with, with that window guy. He's an absolutely fantastic yes. window company. You want to take care of them as well. And then, of course, I'm, I might be a little partial, but Crossroads Community Church is a platinum sponsor. And uh, that's awesome. the, some yeah. of the greatest people ever, ever. ever. Pretty cool people ever, there, that's for ever. sure. So go out and patronize those people. Just act like you're listening to him. That's all I'm asking. Just act like, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Go and, and, and support these uh, places that are... are 
are caring about the community, caring enough, even yes. the, if there is some religious context to it, they still are uh, being a part of it and and giving and, and co- contributing to make sure that these things can happen for our community. And we're really thankful for that. So thank you guys so much for doing that. I think that's that's worth an applause right there for them. Yeah, I think so. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> All right. Steve's always trying to catch up. (laughs) Always trying. Always trying. So today, before we get into our topic, uh, let's talk about everybody's Thanksgiving because yesterday was Thanksgiving. Well, there's there's one rule, though. I do not want to talk about the stupid cowboys. Okay. So do not. Why not? uh, Because, man. Wait, did you watch the game? I'm not talking about the Cowboys. I don't care how they they do. job coming back. We are not. No. It's the refs. (laughs) I'm telling you, we should have won that game. Yes, the refs. (laughs) Oh, I know we should have. So much for not talking about it. Here we go. Yeah. This is what I I want to say. We were playing the refs as well. This This is the theme song for the refs. You ready? That's right. You you are an idiot. That's right. That's how I feel about the refs. Four. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it. Nope, I'm not going to talk about there. it. Four pass interference calls on the same guy, uh-huh. and they were holding Micah Parsons the whole stinking game. And we're not talking about it. No, and we're not going to talk about it. We're mm-hmm. not talking about it. I'm screaming about it. Me and my dad were sitting there Hallelujah. watching it the other the last night, and every time Micah was getting even remotely near the guy, would literally like. Put him in a, a headlock, and they wouldn't call it. Nope. But this guy, the last call especially, this guy gets his head wrapped by, by the receiver, pulled in, in to him. The I, offensive, the, the wide receiver pulls know, the cornerback that. into him, and they call the cornerback, the corner, not the quarter, the cornerback for the pass interference and I, completely wins the game for the Raiders. Yep. Bunch of... Yes, but did you see? But the, we're not talking did you about see it. The fight. An idiot. That was a fun game, though. Did I you see the riff hit and take it fall? Yeah, that was that was that was <laughs> that was beautiful. That was that was wonderful. <laughs> we're not talking, talking about game. it, but we're not talking about it. <laughs> we're done talking. About it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Mm. How about them cowboys? Or not? <laughs> so, Steve. Yes. How was your how was your your Thanksgiving? It was great. Uh, we decided to change it up for Thanksgiving. We decided to do seafood instead of turkey. What? Yep. What? It was fun. How in the world do you do seafood and was it fun? Yeah, it was fun except for our oysters just didn't do right cuz they didn't ever open up. Open sesame. Nope. So, so we only got to eat two oysters, but we that the snow crab was amazing. Steve, shrimp, the potatoes, everything was really good. Steve, you, you do know that you're supposed to open the oysters yourself. No. I just I just want to know. They they're supposed to open up because they get too hot. No, dude. No. 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 Now they can. Some of them do, but not all of them do and you have to open them up yourself. Okay. Well, that was a waste. Yeah. How, okay. So money. so hold on. How, how many, how many oysters did you end up throwing away? Thirty. Oh, no. oh my gosh! Oh, All those Steve. beautiful oysters that that just slide down your throat without any any mm. kind of work whatsoever. Mm. Ugh. All right. Oh, <laughs> 
won't eat them, but that that <laughs> makes that yeah. makes yeah. my heart yeah. hurt. It's about right. Yeah. The, the doctor's got it right. He said back here. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I wanted to, if I wanted to feast on a sinus infection, I'd just live in East Texas. <laughs> oh wait, you do. <laughs> so thirty oysters that you ended up. Oh, oh dude! Sad. All you had to do, all you had to do, was get a butter knife, bro. We had them. We had the shucker, but they just they wouldn't open up. It didn't shuck. Shucks. No. Oh my all god! Shucks. All shucks. <laughs> no shucks. <laughs> so I should not make jokes. They're that terrible. That was great. That was great. Yeah, it, it was still good. Um, we just hung out with the family and um, and you know watched the boys. Yeah. Those who shall not be mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> uh, spoken like a true author. We will eviscerate them in fiction. That's mm, right. Yes, uh, I know. Yeah, and how how much did it help, Dak, that you were pissed off? Hmm. How much? Got the week before, or the, the the weekend, last weekend, you came on the thing, said, you know what, I'm really pissed, blah, 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 and you get there Thursday, and you don't do jack squat. But we're not talking about it. No, we're not talking about it. talking about it. Sorry, back to... Steve? All right, so Steve, you had a great Thanksgiving, throwing yes, away 30 great. oysters. Um, did oh. you did you, did you you have a great time with your kids and your dogs? I did dogs? have a good time with the kids, the dogs, the wife, everything. Great. Right. Yeah. I bet you those dogs would have ate those oysters. Steve? They tried. They, oh, you gave it to you gave it to no, no. They tried to eat our other food. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ones that actually got shucked. They begged. Oh, please well, feed me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the dogs or the that's the that's the kids. That was the kids. That was the, kids. The, kids. <laughs> the dogs yeah, are really the, the dogs are really fed well. Perler yeah. age. She's like, yeah, feed them, but leave the kids out of it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No. Uh, or am I? Uh, no. Yeah. 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 Mom, mama said. Mom, mama said. My mama said. Mama said that. My mom. Mama said that. My mom. My mama said that. Well, that snow crab was really good, though. Yeah. I really liked. The snow now, crab. did you? Did Lorraine kick, cook it all? Or yes. Man, that woman can stink and cook. Yeah, she can cook. She just doesn't know how to shuck oysters. I yeah, she does. They just didn't open up like they're supposed to. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, you have to shuck oysters. I'm, I'm pretty sure every place that I've ever had, but I'm just, I don't, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Well, that's not what the guy on YouTube said. Yeah. Consider the source. All right. Joanna, how about you? How was your, how was your Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving. My uh, stepmom always puts on a big shindig over at her house. I love and, my mama very much. Yeah, I love yeah. my mama. And uh, she had some people from her church there and oh. family there. And so, your mom? No, my stepmom. Your stepmom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was good. And uh, my brother came in from Fort Worth. He's been battling cancer and oh, he actually no. felt good enough to come down and We've been praying have the Lord. Praise the Lord for Thanksgiving that. with him. So That's great. it was good. It was He's good. on the upswing? It, ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. We had some disturbing scans come back. So. He still needs prayer, but thankfully he's he's here for the next couple of days and going to stay with us and spend some time with us here. And great. the oh, fact that good. he feels well enough to do that is is awesome. Is really it's great. a big blessing. So I'm glad that you guys got to spend some time together. Mm -hmm. What did y'all eat? Just the typical? We, yeah, she she went totally traditional. So what'd you have? Turkey dressing. Mm -hmm. all the well, I don't I don't actually eat dressing. I'm one of the few people Wh in the world Wh I don't what? like dressing. My mom makes what? great dressing. Yeah, I, I never, I've never gotten into it. I've tried several, several different what? people, several different variations, but I'm one of... I'm, you I'm, are one pathetic <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, I'm one of the five people on the planet that I don't like any kind of stuffing or dressing or anything like that. So, you have got to be kidding! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. that is like you have. I have dressing sandwiches. No, like I, yes, dude. Like you put it on on wheat bread, and then you get oh. like a spoonful of that dressing, and you put it on there. <gasps> oh, it's so great, <laughs> especially grandma's. She mm. had the oh, see, the best dressing yeah. ever. Yeah, but the see, best dressing I, ever. Like, I'm Probably. the worst. Must be it. I'm the worst Thanksgiving eater. I just don't like that dry. I like, you like, I like water. turkey. I like mashed potatoes and gravy. You like dry turkey? Is that what you said? I like no. turkey. Okay. Any, any kind of turkey. I just love turkey. That's true. I mashed know your husband. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. It, it, but all of the <laughs> the casseroles and the stuffing, and Green I don't beans? like... Sweet any potato casserole? Huh? I don't like any Fruit of salad? it. What in the world? Emerald salad? Pumpkin pie? Oh, green no bean casserole? I know. I know. I'm the worst. I know. <laughs> yeah. You have so got I, to be kidding. <laughs> yeah. So I had like turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, cranberry sauce. There's nothing wrong with that. Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. That love cranberry sauce. You can even have a sandwich now. with cranberry sauce. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. yeah. I've never done that, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can make a sandwich out of anything. Yeah. So, I'll that, tell you one of the best it. the best sandwiches I've ever had. I'm not kidding you right now. You you, you put the, on the bottom layer on the bottom layer you put some dark meat turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be warm. It could be cold, and then you get some warmed up dressing. You put on top of that, oh, and then green bean casserole <gasps> on top. Oh yeah. no, mm-hmm. dude! No, oh no. yeah, really? dude! Oh man! Mm, oh man! Damn. Some of them French fried onions, dude. Oh, and the crunch oh that comes out. Oh, man. See, the great Never thing had about anything it, though, like that. I don't have to worry about overeating at Thanksgiving. That's good. Like, like Yeah, you ev- like pumpkin pie. I know you like pumpkin pie. I really don't. Mm-hmm. You like pie. I like I like pie. I don't mm-hmm. like... You like pecan pie? Any kind of, like, cooked fruit pies. You don't like apple pie? No. Oh, my. That's what we had last night. I don't pie. like cooked fruit. How in the world you do we get a lot of cream on top of it? <laughs> I don't even. I, don't I, will, pie. I will eat a, a chocolate pie, like a coconut cream pie, a uh, pecan coconut. pie. What but is coconut? If you start adding cooked fruit to anything, I'm out. Epic fail. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, that's just terrible. All right, well, now that we've talked Destroyed to De- Debbie Downer on <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving, I love Thanksgiving though. No. I just I'm, don't like I'm the thankful. Food. Hey, All listen, about being thankful. Here, I'm thankful. It you're, is. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful you're family. not cooking my Thanksgiving meal. That's all I'm saying. Mm. You know what is really crazy though? I can cook the best turkey ever. I can't cook anything else, but I can cook a mean turkey. Mmm. I can't. What's that? I hear something. I'm gonna smack somebody. <laughs> can I throw? I'm gonna throw something across this room right now. <laughs> I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you. I don't even know you right now. <laughs> Dr. Letch, you're, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the, the guest, but how was your Thanksgiving? It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It, uh, we had the best turkey ever. We had mm. the best dressing ever. It was just juicy and, you know, just mm. succulent. Mm. It was wonderful. Then we had all the extra helping. Succulent. Ooh. Succulent. Mm. All of it was good. Succulent. But Steve? I didn't, I didn't eat much. <laughs> yeah. I didn't eat much. What? No. Really? Good no. for hey, no, good no, no, for no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I was there. Okay. <laughs> One plate. That's not much. I'm just You're telling you right now. No, grandpa, sub- subjectiveness here. Grandpa uh-huh. had, grandma and grandpa both had two huge plates. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the time that you get together you with didn't family. Eat much. I didn't. I didn't eat much. And I'll Cheryl tell you why. Eats. I was nervous about the, 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 the game that we shall not speak of. Yeah. 
The kids oh, wow. don't eat. Really? You let football affect you that no, much? No, I honestly, I, ever since, you know, ever since the, the change, I haven't been able to eat very much. The change? Did you go through menopause? The 2018, what? the change. You know about the change. The, the, oh, yeah. Yeah. What kind yeah. of change? Yeah, so I haven't, you know, I can eat in spurts, but the, the very short spurts. Yeah, I understand. But now much. the very best part of the Thanksgiving this year wasn't with my immediate family, is that I went to see my mom. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, really? Oh, that's so that was the best. That's really cool. Old. Well, you don't give hey, very many birthdays. That's a, that's a blessing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. older person like a that. A visitor has come. And so yeah. we had the whole family together, and we got to have Thanksgiving up there. That's great. Now, the that's food awesome. wasn't like the food down here. And I hope it you guys, food. if you're listening oh. up there in Iowa, the I love your food. Was I'm just saying. awesome. Oh, yeah, the wow. deer. deer. My brother oh. makes the yes. best Deer. I was about Ooh, to say that nice. was that was even better than the turkey. I'm going to be honest with he you. Has, wow, he wow. had some of the uh, beef jerky he did, and it it, it was spicy. Not beef, leftover beef jerky. Was it beef? All those deer jerky. No, that was deer jerky. I'm sorry, deer jerky. Yeah, or deer jerky. That's even. Better. I thought we were friends. Where's the Where's the deer jerky? Why are you not sharing? You did not with share us? the deer jerky. Really spicy. And then he had Ooh, some. He's a guest. Don't banter him. That's the fun part. It was good. And then my brother-in-law gave me. A buck he shot that night, Ooh. and I get to bring home. Ooh. Wow! The the buck was from seven foot long. That's how big it was. Two hundred fifty pounds. Oh, that's huge a big rack, big buck. Well, in Iowa they make them big. Are they you making make them big jerky? This is one of the one of the only times that we could say it had a huge rack and it'd be totally perfectly that's right. fine. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I like a nice rack. Yeah. So, yes, and it was cold up there, huh. so it got the hang in the cold for mm. three or four days mm. before we actually processed it, which is pretty wow. Good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sounds oh, delicious. That sounds great. It was great. Yeah, except that not all of us were invited. But I didn't mm-hmm. get the tenderloin. Mm. Well, the, the, the he guy that, kept, of he course, kept the did. tenderloin. He has to. Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the rule. You kill yeah. the deer, you get to get keep whatever you want. Yep. Yep. Did and he eat the heart? That's wouldn't. what I want to know. Did he? Did he do the Indian thing no. and eat the heart? Well, I don't know. It was already gone by the time I saw the. Deer, oh, so, so he might have. He might have. He I might have. Know. Might have <laughs> retained the spirit of the animal. That's right. He might have. I'm an idiot. Okay. okay. <laughs> Is that what you Full on Ted Nugent right there. Yeah, full on. Spirit of the Wild, Spirit baby. Of the wild. Spirit of the Wild. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, it was a great, and dad pretty much summed it up. It was, it was probably, it's been, it was a weird Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. Because it was the first one. Okay. So there's no, there's no hiding the fact that one of my boys is getting pretty serious about one of the women that. Oh yeah, mm. getting pretty serious, getting pretty, and we're at that stage now where we're having to figure out the, the division of time. Mm-hmm. And and if you haven't experienced it, you will. We lost this year. No, we didn't <laughs> lose. <Aww. laughs> Y'all lost. <laughs> we but lost next this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, and it was, it was important. It was obviously important that 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 he was not there, but he had to work for most of it. Um, uh, he was there at, at, at Cracker Barrel. Hmm. He was at Cracker Barrel for, Ooh. from nine to three forty-five, And then mm. he came and, and stayed for maybe, an, maybe 30 minutes, an hour. Enough to shovel down to food. Yeah. He, he <laughs> had to get some of his stuff in there and then, yeah, but the, uh, um, the, uh, left. that was Grayson. Gabriel came and was there all day and uh-huh. we saw him for about 15 minutes in between his Xbox playing. Oh, so um, it was <laughs> time to eat. Yeah, he had enough time to eat. To yep. eat. Uh-huh. Yep. That's yeah. right. And then he dug back down into the to the cellar uh-huh. so he could play but his yeah. Xbox. Yeah, he yeah, might so. have been smarter because he wasn't watching. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I should have been playing. Of course, I got to be honest with you. If I play that game with him, it I it's terrible. He, the dude is so stinking good at those games. 
Yeah. I, I watched him for five minutes and it was, he was a, like a death dealer. He, everywhere he went, there were people that were dead in his wake. <laughs> um, I'm so glad that I don't play that game with you, man. Cause yeah. it's just terrible. I would be, I'd be in trouble. Uh, but we had a great time with family. Got to, got to eat and talk and yell and scream at the screen. Those terrible idiot losers that don't know how to win against a five and five team. We're not going to talk about it. All right. So um, today we're going to be talking about a subject that nobody likes to talk about. In fact, my get my gandering bet here is as soon as I tell you the topic of this thing, if you haven't already read it, is that either you're going to try to shut this thing off prematurely <laughs> or you're, you're going to turn it off halfway through because you don't want to hear about it. Um, a lot of us are guilty of this, um, taking on this too much of this. And uh, especially this time, of year. especially this time of year, mm-hmm. especially Black Friday, when yeah. you're thinking about your kids and how much you want to bless your kids, and you're not yep. thinking responsibly, you're not all that stuff. So you're going out and you're spending all the money that you don't have on things that they're not probably going to remember, anyways. So um, we're going to look at this thing right quick. Here are a couple of uh, scriptures about debt. Let's go to Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse seven: "The rich rule over the poor." I can mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. say that is true, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Yep. And just because people appear rich doesn't mean they are rich. Mm. That's just, true. Just want to say that That's out loud. Very true. Just because you're. I don't know. Just because you're, you're what? Fired. I'm fired. You're I know. fired. I don't even know how what that happened. What that? I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> I, I, you could have made that like you did that on purpose. I don't. I did. This. I could have made the like right it. Time. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It surprised yeah. the snot out of me. I was yeah. say, it was the shock on his face that gave it away. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, but they can't see that. But <laughs> thank you, Joanna, for selling me out. Yeah. <laughs> There's the bus if you want me to back it up. <laughs> the, the <laughs> so, yes. Um, Watch it, out for that tire. <laughs> obviously um we're gonna have some things like that happen with with technological advances and people that can call in at any moment even though they know that i'm on a podcast it's almost as if they want to join the podcast without actually joining it i apologize i'm not answering your call you'll have to get over it all right so proverbs <laughs> chapter 22 we talked about the rich rule over the poor and the borrow is slave to the lender then romans 13 Chapter 13, verse 8, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. Now, I've read that in different, differing uh, translations. The New American Standard says, oh, no man, anything except for the debt of love for one another. Um, and whoever loves fulfills the law of the Lord. So um, there's different ways of translating that but those are the go-to's and i've heard a lot of people use romans 13 to lord um their their opinion about debt over people um and i and i would say you need to read the entirety of romans 13 before you start quoting the one scripture out of context uh that being said um you know the today's topic obviously is should a christian be in debt and obviously for this topic, we are thankful to have Dr. Lutch with us today. Thanks again, Dad, for being here. Um, before Yay. we before we go into the deeper subjects, I want to go ahead and give you a little bit of information. As of August 31st, 2020, the uh, federal debt held by the public was $20.83 trillion, Oh, my God. And intergovernmental holdings were $5.88 trillion for a national debt total. Now, this is as of August 31st, 2020. Uh, a total national debt of twenty six point seven zero. Trillion. Wow. And Tim, uh-huh. wow. I looked this up this yesterday, and the national debt now is thirty 
trillion. Wow. As wow. of today. That's, that's 30 with nine zeros. 30 no, trillion? 30 and oh then that's nine today. Zeros. So hold on. Yeah. Within. No, it's probably went up to 31 now. Oh. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, just wait for the next <laughs> stimulus check, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, okay, so in within the year of 20, since Biden took office. Uh, well, oh. Mm. I'm just saying, that's what you're telling me. COVID started. Since, yep. Well, no, because COVID started, what, February 2020. Yeah, but we were hitting all of it in August 2020. So, I mean. Well, August 31st, 2020 yeah. was 26.7. It's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, that doesn't include unfunded liabilities. That's what the government owes for Medicare, Social Security. What they owe to everybody else for borrowing. That they haven't paid yet. So how much no, is no, that? No, no, no. What they owe because of the benefits that right. they owe. That is $161 trillion. Mm. Oh my goodness. That's much more than the actual debt that we owe. So how much, okay, because I was about to say at the end of 2020, debt held by the public was approximately 99.3% of the gross domestic product. Mm -hmm. And approximately 37% Mm -hmm. of this public debt was owned by foreigners. Has that increased? No, I'm I'm sure that well, it's 126 percent now. It's yep. 126 percent. Uh-huh. So for, instead okay. of 99.3, now it's 126 percent. Yep, yep 126. Within a year, 100. It's gone up that much. Good night, nurse. Oh my goodness. Okay, so October 19th, 2021, which is last month, the average American has 90,460 in debt. Now we're talking personal debt. We're not talking commercial debt. But mm-hmm. the average American has $90,460 in debt, according to wow. a 2021 CNBC board report. And that doesn't include that unfunded debt and what we owe of that. We all owe that unfunded debt. We, the people, owe all that. Yeah, but, that but means, now we're talking. That means we each owe a half a million dollars, not 90000 we each owe half a million But we're, we're talking about a national debt versus a personal debt. Well, I didn't choose. It. I did not choose for the government to that, spend that money that way. You, right. you voted. I did not vote for them to spend the money that way. You voted for them people. I did vote for those people. <laughs> Somebody I, did. Some of them did. Somebody did. I can guarantee Somebody you I did not vote for Pelosi. Have. Some dead people probably. <laughs> guarantee you. Anybody in this room vote for Pelosi? <laughs> okay. I just want to say if, if you did, I'm going to kick you out of this room. Yeah, I'm we, just playing. we cannot be friends. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. All right, here's the average debt balances by age group. And obviously, these are a little bit skewed because we're not taking into consideration the national debt that they put upon us. Yes. Who? Okay, I got you. So we owe what what the senators and the presidents and all those people are getting us into. But that not that withstanding from those idiot losers that are spending money that they shouldn't be spending. Um, what I want to talk about are the, the, the personal choices that we're making versus the national choices good, that good senators point. are. Okay, so Gen Z. Ages 18 to 23, $9,593 in debt right now. They're just 18 to 23 years old, and they've already accrued $10,000 of debt. Wow. Autos and... Yep, autos, autos and... and education. That, almost. They're saying that that has not hit by that time, but that $10,000 is not education yet. Now, wow. when it comes to millennials, they are. They do have... They may not be that, paying that it, but they debt. have it. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, well, because Which that's because it's going to be so forgiven. Much. You know that that's going to be forgiven. They hope. Well, and that's going to be another one They're of those. Holding out for. But that's going to be another one of those things that we're paying for. Trillion, yeah, those yeah. Seventy trillion. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So whether or not you think you're paying for it, you're paying for it. You're paying for it. So, so the millennials ages twenty four to thirty nine seventy eight thousand three hundred and ninety six dollars in debt. That's average. Hello, mortgage. Okay. Morgan. Then mm-hmm. Generation X, that's mine. That's my, uh, and Steve. Mm-hmm. And I think you're millennials, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-S. Hello, kids. Hello, okay. kids. So yeah. Gen X, 
Ages 40 to 55. $135,841 in debt. And that Ouch. is absolutely, it's true. It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. True number. Mm-hmm. Yep. True number. True number. Then the baby boomers, which is my dad. It goes down. It does, but there's a reason the for kids. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. They can start putting that money towards the debt, right? <laughs> so baby boomers, baby boomers, ages 56 to 74, $96,984. And then the silent generation, which is my grandfather, ages 75 and up, 40925 And I want you to realize, yes, the kids are gone, but also because I think as you get older, you're a little bit more sensible about your money, mm-hmm. and you realize that you're needing to save and you're needing to pay off debt. We don't need anything anymore. Well, that might be true. You have Pretty nobody much. else to impress. We just don't need it. You just you have nobody else to impress. <laughs> now, according to Experian, consumers in the two oldest age categories have seen significant decrease in debt since 2015. So it's about negative 7.5% for baby boomers and negative 7.7% for the silent generation overall. Meanwhile, these millennials have seen the largest increase in debt in the last five years. In 2015, the average millennial had about 49,722 in debt. And by 2019, they carried an average of $78,396 in total debt. That's an increase of 58% according to this article. And then the youngest consumers, Gen Z, obviously have the lowest overall debt balance on average, but they struggle to make most of their payments. And that's because what we call um, the entitlement syndrome, where Mm -hmm. they believe that they deserve these things and they don't seem to think that they need to pay for those things. About Mm -hmm. 12.24% of Gen Z's credit card accounts were 30 days or more past due in 2019. Gen X has the highest average debt balance in all categories, except for personal loans. So let's just talk about that for a second. Here's the breakdown. Credit cards, Gen X have the highest credit card balance compared to other age groups at $8,215. Hmm. Auto loans, Gen X have the highest auto loan balance at $21,570. Mortgage hmm. loans, Gen X has the highest average mortgage wow. balance, $238,344. Millennials were a close second at 224500 Personal loans, here's a surprise. On average, baby boomers have the highest personal loan balance of $19,253 compared to the lowest Gen Z because they really haven't had a chance to no. borrow anything. 4526 yeah, yeah. And then student loans, guess who has the highest? Gen X. Gen X. Wow. Has mm. the highest amount of student loan debt, an average of $39,981. And home equity lines of credit or HELOCs, they're averaged highest for Gen X at $49,221. And I'm going to be completely transparent. Um, just because I'm leading uh, this podcast and pushing some buttons to make, I, I am not, I am not pure in this category. I have debt, I have personal debt, so I don't want anybody listening mm-hmm. to this thinking that PT is on his high horse telling me not to have debt. I this is a challenge for me as well as anybody, and I think for every Christian that's out there that they need to be wary about handling too much debt in their life. Um, and I think there are some times coming where you're you're, you're going to want to not have debt. Yes. Um, so uh, com- that's my complete transparency. I'm not asking anybody else to be transparent, but I'm not an expert, which is why I have Dr. Doug Letch with us today. Uh, I, I can't address biblical context here. Well, there's a lot of misquoted out of context understandings when it comes to debt. So I'm going to read off a list of things that the Bible does not say about debt. First of all, it does not say it is a sin to borrow. That's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Now, it does warn us that we shouldn't be a slave to, 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 to other things other than him. Mm-hmm. But while the Bible offers many warnings about the dangers of debt, it never says that you're out of God's will by or violating one of God's commandments when you borrow. Yeah. So we can debate the wisdom 
if you want to, of incurring debt under certain circumstances, but it, it's never a black and white issue. And there are cases where debt is simply unavoidable, such as medical emergencies or job layoffs or bankruptcy or those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Although I would say that bankruptcy is, is, is still a personal choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Having gone through one, I, I will tell you that right now. Uh, and I would say the Romans 13 is usually and often used to control and manipulate people into a way of living that somebody thinks they need to. Um, and you don't really know all the, mm-hmm. the extenuating circumstances. So uh, the other thing it doesn't say, it doesn't say it's wise to borrow. So nowhere in the Bible are we advised or commanded to use debt to accomplish God-given economic. In fact, I would say that the Bible says to trust God 10,000 times more than it does to say to borrow for medical procedures. So uh, I'm just saying with one word, I'm telling you that the Bible doesn't say it's a sin to borrow. The next thing I'm saying, it doesn't say it's wise to borrow. I'm saying that the Bible says you need to trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. Number three, it doesn't say that God will bail you out of debt. You're not entitled for God to bail you out of debt. Just because you love the Lord and he loves you does not mean that he's going to absolve you of your choices to to get into debt and pay off your debts. It, now he has paid your sin debt, thank yes. God, um, and and made a, a, made a, a way for you to have atonement. Yes. Um, but um, the verse usually pointed to is Philippians four nineteen. And my God will supply every need of yours according to His riches and glory in Jesus Christ. That's true, Need. and God will meet our needs. Needs. Mm-hmm. Needs. needs and the way that he knows best, but he hasn't promised to cancel the consequences of your unwise behavior. And sometimes your choice to go into debt to get a Ferrari um, doesn't necessarily mean that God's going to relieve you of that debt. In fact, I think you need to learn. Okay, that's just the way that goes. Uh, it doesn't say that debt is an exercise in faith, um, that we're mm-hmm. exercising faith by borrowing money. And it also doesn't say it's a send to loan money. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Letch. Uh, after hearing all this stuff that we've talked about, just kind of given a brief foundation of the topic today, anything you want to add to any of that stuff that, you know, cautionary or even uh, just give us a little bit of the wisdom that is in you about debt and finances and what we've already talked about? Well, I would say that people find themselves in debt because they choose to go not only behind their means, which of course is for sure, right? That's debt. Yeah. That's debt. But they do it because they feel they have to have some things that may or may not be true. Yeah. You've made a mention that sometimes it's we just have to because there's situations. Medical emergencies, mm-hmm. those kind of things. We yeah. have to do. But it's difficult to live in our culture without some type of debt. Right. Mm-hmm. In the Bible times, the the situations that they had, it was a totally different dynamic than what we have today right and so yes that's something we have to do once in a while but there's a tipping point and mm-hmm. that's the problem that we run into is that we get to this place in our debt cycle where we just keep adding on and the interest hits us right because all that consumer debt that you were talking about debt or credit card debt that comes with 22 23 25 percent interest mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and so you're paying your bill and you're paying mostly interest you're not mm-hmm. even paying the principal and you get back behind this problem you got mm-hmm. because you keep adding on to things mm-hmm. and not prayerfully considering what you need. And what happens is we get in a spiral point that tips over and then we have all these mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. So debt is a problem we have to be careful with. Just like any other thing we have disciplinary issues with, just like food or drinking or mm-hmm. name it, that's just another one of those things. And so while we have the right to be in debt, we can be in debt. Uh, God gives us the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. It's also our choice not to be in 
a situation where it's not controlled. So mm-hmm. you're, all things are permissible. Not all things are beneficial that's is what right. you're essentially saying. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So I'm convinced, what is Romans 14 that says, I'm convinced that there's nothing in, unclean in and of itself, but we need to choose the higher for the benefit of not only the Lord, not only for other people, but for ourselves as well. And you're saying that just because you have the right to do it doesn't mean that you should, you need to prayerfully consider this This is the best choice for you is what you're saying in, right. in wisdom. I got you. And, and the, the problem with that is, is that we go past that tipping point. Right. Then what we face in a family is a lot of stress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of problems. It's the number one reason we break up in our yep. yeah. mm-hmm. it's true. arguments about money mm-hmm. and what we do with money. I mean, Families today or face towels. Evi- uh, 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 no, yes. it's, it's money. They I'm pretty sure evi- that's unique to you, no, Tim. Uh, <laughs> I don't hey know man, hey man, hey man. I, I know you don't jobs. have you don't have that problem, do you? You don't have it. Yeah. yeah, see. So lech thing. It's got to be a lech thing. No, it's not a lech thing. No, it, I have all the towels I need, <laughs> and they're folded exactly the way they need to be. Oh and God. I don't have to fold them. No, you don't. No, no. listen, man. In my house is like, do we have clean towels? Hallelujah, done. Like there you go. Whatever. Clean. How do we get whatever. from dead to towels? Don't, all right, good. That's my fault. I I'm, no I'm random, man. All right, they're random today. That's a towel deck. Towel deck. Towel deck. Mm. Your turn. You face oh, a towel deck. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I call that a debt of love. No, I'm just saying. Mm. That. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Dad. So we with with that. Uh, that accumulation, the problem the families have is that they face evictions, mm-hmm. they fall behind on their rent or utility yeah. bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they may be even food insecure, where they have problems getting food for their home. I remember, mm-hmm. now I may be basically out of debt today, but I haven't always been out of debt. Mm-hmm. There's been times in my life where I've been in a lot of debt. I've been in business situations where I've taken on debt to be in business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. very, very stressful times. I I know. I mean, when Tim was a baby, I had to hawk a piece of jewelry to pay for food one time because I didn't have any money for food. So I know what this is like. I've mm-hmm. been through this. It's much better to be out of debt than it is to be in debt. I can mm-hmm. tell you that wow. from someone that's on both sides. Mm-hmm. The stress that debt causes is it's horrible for a family. Mm-hmm. Do you think, mm-hmm. just on that line of thought, because it's such, it seems like it's such an important thing for people. Is it is it important to have debt to build credit? Is it is it something that you have to have in order to build credit? No, you have to have it to have credit to be able to buy mm-hmm. things. Because without it, you won't. People won't lend you anything. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all based on um, algorithms that are made up, and you have to have um, in your credit reports. You have to have that. So there, would you encourage debt in Absolutely. that capacity? Okay, so you do you do think that there, a little bit of yeah. debt is, is healthy? Controlled debt. Controlled debt. Okay, mm-hmm. define that for people Controlled that don't know what that means. Controlled debt is where you are in control of how much you spend, mm-hmm. and you don't let your debt get over a percentage of your income. Uh, they say a good number to work with is 35% of mm-hmm. your income okay. could be in debt payments, and that's it. And that's controlled, okay? okay? Mm-hmm. That's your mortgage. That's everything else everything. because you have everything else you got to spend money on. Mm-hmm. What happens right. is when we go above that number, you start robbing Peter to pay Paul. We start going over the tipping point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you start getting in bad situations where it costs you everywhere. Your insurance goes up mm-hmm. because you have bad credit. Mm-hmm. You're, you can't get rent in the right way because you have bad credit. Mm-hmm. And you have bad credit because why? You don't pay your bills because you went over. You your know, tipping point. Right. Your but then the, the, uh, the opposite of that is somebody that says, well, uh, all I'm going to do is use cash. 
Now I've heard I've heard other financial people sure. like like Dave Ramsey for exa- yeah. that says cash is king, and that the only way to survive is to use just cash and don't even worry about your credit, just buy cash. But you're saying that in today's society, that's extraordinarily difficult. It's very hard to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's very it's great to do it. Yeah, I love the fact that he says it, and it's a great goal for people to have. Uh-huh. It's wonderful to be out of debt. If you can get out of debt like that, I I absolutely encourage it. Mm-hmm. Anyone in my position would. It's just, it's going to take a lot to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that you're at a, um, at a, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? At a, um, a place where it's harder or more difficult for you, like to get good rent or to um, get the, because people with good credit tend to get better perks when it comes to offers of, you know, uh, everything. Everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody says, well, cash is king and they don't have credit at all to their name, then is it going to be more difficult? Do, do, they, do they find themselves in a more difficult place? Absolutely. Because your credit score goes with you everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're not paying your bills or you have too much debt to your income, and they look at that but, percentage, your credit score goes down. Right. And my credit score is such... I can what if you have no credit, though? What if, you, if you're not building any credit no score? No credit score, and that hurts, too. So you have, to, you have to build it, but you have to build it by controlling it. Okay, so you control your debt. You said 35%. The hardest thing for me to do... Like, for instance, I have grandkids that I talk to now about starting debt. Right. And the first thing I tell them is, yes, you're going to get all of these... Um, Things in the mail offers. They're going mm-hmm. to ask you to get debt. Yep. Just got be, one this week. You got to be careful yep. not mm-hmm. to sign all those things. You can have oh, one, yeah. and you can only use it when you pay it off immediately. Mm-hmm. And you can't use it to put anything on that card that you don't have money to pay. Mm-hmm. So I have credit cards now. I have a lot of credit cards. I never borrow anything that I don't pay off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I get now is tons of offers to get free money all the time. Mm. And so should I get free money? And then invest it. Sure, I can do that. Why not? I heard I borrow for free. Why wouldn't I borrow for free? I heard a guy. Now people talk about that. That's controlling your debt, mm-hmm. right? But I always pay it off. I never have any debt, no interest charge with it, and then that way I can use it to my benefit. I heard a, and I don't, remember, I don't even know who this guy is, but I heard a guy that was giving a, a, a lecture about he never uses a debit card because it's risk versus you know he says it's it's out of my pocket. If I pay my credit card off all the time, if if it if it happens where I can or whatever that I'm guarded and protected over the credit card versus the debit card, I'm not guarded and protected at all. And most he, banks protect you. Most on your banks card. will protect your debit card yeah. too. But I don't pay anything with my debit card. I write. I pay everything with a credit card because I get free freebies for my credit card. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. You get rewards. I get and stuff. all kinds of rewards mm-hmm. and benefits. I, I have the cards that have the most benefits. So it's like giving so you an account of money and saying it's here, free money to me. as long as you replenish this account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. I haven't paid any interest. I just get all these freebie stuff. So why not do that? Yeah. That's what my banker told me because I was in a position where I had I had no credit. I, I had no debt. I had never taken out a loan. I, I had nothing. And we were going to buy a vehicle. And, of course, we couldn't put the vehicle in my name. I have no credit. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the things that the banker said was, okay, you need to build some sort of credit. Therefore, you have to have some sort of debt. If you can't get this vehicle loan, then get a credit card. Put something on it that you pay already, so you're already out that money. You're not yeah. adding anything to it. You pay it off every month or leave just a little bit on there every month, and then that will start building up your credit. And that's what I had to do, and it took several years of 
paying like the electric bill or, you know, something that I was paying already, putting it on the credit card. And that slowly helped build up and then my you credit. Off every month. Yeah, yeah paying off, off every month. Every month. Now, are you? You're the key not, is to keep your credit and what you owe on it. A big difference between the two, right? Because now, you want to have a lot of ability to borrow, mm-hmm. not borrowing it. That gets you the highest credit score, yes. right? I get you. What about the no interest financing that they throw out there? You know that you you can you can determine how much, like Sweetwater. Yeah. I know what he's referring to, yes. <laughs> he wants another guitar. No, I've got, I've got a guitar and paying Musicians, musicians. Um, but, Steve? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not one of those guitar-holics. I just, Steve? I just no. really am happy about the one I've got. But but is it okay if you can pay it off and not pay any interest? Well, is it really no interest? Uh-oh. Steve? I'm asking you okay, a question. Okay, ex- explain because, what you mean by that. Because um, they give you an option. Mm-hmm. Do they also give you an option to pay cash and pay less? You can do that sometimes. So yes. You are paying more uh, money. It's just they pay you. It's no interest. Uh, okay, so so okay. you you actually make money by paying in cash. So everywhere I go, and this is something Dave Ramsey talks about. Yeah, Dave Ramsey talks about that. Take cash and take make cash, a deal with cash. cash. Yeah, you'll make a better deal. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. where you might so. have had zero interest on the fifteen hundred dollars, you could have walked out with that guitar for only a thousand. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you. I understand. Mm-hmm. But you. Okay. But because you did that, you're paying full price. Or I've also seen with these zero percent, forty eight months, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't. Pay it off. Oh, they'll, and, they'll and then they will charge you twenty nine point nine 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 percent financing uh-huh. for two years. No, for the four years that you had it. Yeah. So you will have a lump sum charge. Oh yeah. From that forty eight months. That's where they get Ouch. you. Yeah. That's why you got to make sure, like you said, control the debt and pay it control off. Mm-hmm. And here's the other place people get in trouble. They get all these offers uh-huh. for free interest. They give them eighteen months or twelve months yeah. or whatever it is, and they offer maybe there's a three percent up fee. Okay. One time fee for three uh-huh. percent, but then you got to pay it off. If you pay it off in eighteen months, you get that for the three percent, which is basically no interest. It's one and a half percent or whatever it is for that mm-hmm. period of time. But people do that, and then they don't pay it off. They yeah, forget. and then it goes key. into twenty four percent real quick because they know that twenty nine, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it yeah, goes up it to is. it real quick, and they get in the habit. And then they, I know people mm-hmm. I, in my family, not not here, but up in Iowa that have used those things to live with and they keep getting one, two, three, four, five of them oh my. and keep rotating them around just to get rid of that. And then they get caught because they get too much of it and they can't possibly make it. And then they're straddled mm. with debt. Oh, wow. Mm. So it's, it's, it's like, um, being on drugs <laughs> and uh, your dealer is giving you all kinds of drugs sitting there with mo- you know money drugs uh-huh. and you're getting it and you're living up to them dr- you love that money mm-hmm. and so you buy a lot of things with it and then all of a sudden whoop, i can't have it anymore because i can't get it mm-hmm. and you're in trouble you have to go with withdrawals it's it's terrible mm-hmm. now we haven't talked about business because i know joanna mentioned yeah her business mm-hmm. beforehand yeah mm-hmm. she this is yeah yeah, we, we, we talked about All that a businesses. little bit. I just, yeah. I, just quickly, I, I just picked five of the top companies in America today. Google has uh, 30% of their assets in debt. What? 30%? So they, they have $100 billion in debt. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Walmart 
has 165 billion and 65% of their assets in debt. 65%, so they've gone over the tipping point. Well, not really because- You said 35%. I know, but this is the business and that's because of all their product and all their stores. So, so uh, they, they borrow from their people that they buy from. A lot of these retailers are like that. Apple. Google doesn't have a product what do you though, think except Apple's, for internet. What do you think Apple has? Debt. I'm sure tons. I'm sure it's 82%. Oh, 82% of their assets. CVS, 69%. And that's a huge company. Oh, my. Amazon, 71%. Now, they're not as bad as Apple. Their current ratios, current ratio means that is how much debt they have in relationship to their assets to be able to pay the debt. What's What the current asset is, is anything that you own that has value that turn it convertible to cash within one year current liability is what you have to pay within one year i don't want to get too detailed here okay but you take that ratio how much you mm-hmm. have in cash and ability to pay cash in one year and compare it against your liabilities that you owe in one year and um google has three times more assets current assets than they have liabilities that's good yeah that's really good mm. that's really good Walmart only has 0.95%, less than, so they, they borrow. They no, have, but they, they, they sell the product that's on the shelf, so well, that's, that's the... That's true, and they give it back if you that's don't right. sell. That's so right. you don't, they don't have any liability for that, yeah. really. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they charge you a fee if you take that's, it back. That's very true. I've sold to Walmart, I know. Oh. So. <laughs> yes, he has. He's been in companies that has been, yeah. I've been inside oh, wow. Walmart. Chief yeah. financial officer, it's sold to companies. Anyway, Apple has 1% current ratio. And, I uh, noticed that he's left off Samsung for some reason. I don't know. He's always taking a shot at Apple. <laughs> always taking the shot Apple, at Apple. Apple at 1.08 is not bad. No. How much is Samsung? I don't have Samsung. Oh, of course not. Of course, it's not a U.S. company. I was getting top. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I gotcha. It's not a U.S. company. It's a uh, Korean company. Proud pretty, to be an American. That's proud. a pretty big shot America. Samsung. Yeah. America. So business debt is important. You have to have it to have liquidity in what you're working with. So you have to have a certain amount of debt in business in order to have liquidity. Business has debt. Okay, now, but every business I've ever been involved with has debt. Yeah, we didn't. Not church. We didn't have a lot of choice. The church has debt. We we found us in a place where it's okay. Either you take out a loan to buy this seventy thousand dollar machine, or we have nothing to make money with. Yeah. So we we didn't have a choice. The rule of thumb is do that to make money. You take debt on if it's an asset that increases in value, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. it's an asset that makes you money. Yeah. There you go. And so those things are permissible in business. Well, yes. Not a nonprofit. um, We do that. We have an asset. This property. That has some minor debt on it, it but it's it, worth a whole lot, whole more lot more. Yeah, a whole lot more than anything that we owe on it. That's right. Yeah. Right. So it, it, when our, okay. our thing about Bobber, yeah, right. we're talking about. Yeah, obviously, I'm just saying that we're not well, the same people that would quote out Romans thirteen eight. Now, this is the funny thing is that I, I got in a conversation with somebody who they're they're very they're very legalistically centered. You know, you have to do this and this and this to get saved, and mm-hmm. and one of the things you can't you can't be in debt to any person. And um, what? Yeah, they, they say well, you can be in debt. And then I'm when I straight to hell. when I when I quizzed them about it, um, he went. They went back to their their people, the, the deacons, and talked to them about it. Said, "Listen, we we just did this, and we borrowed a bunch of money." And you know what the deacons told them? It says, "Be in debt to no man. We're not in debt to a man. We're in debt to a corporation." 
Oh my goodness! Is that splitting hairs? Taking out of context. Uh, I would say that that's 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 yeah. that that was the that was the answer I got though. Wow! So it's all okay. the justification. But Anyways, who owns the company? Uh, a man, so probably <laughs> somebody's somebody's getting the money. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've already answered a lot of questions. Things yeah. like in this day and age, uh, you know, do you have to have debt in order to build credit? But how about this one? Do you think in this day and age it's dangerous to have debt? Yes. If it's uncontrolled. Well, I, even if it's controlled, though. Okay, okay. Oh. I've heard doomsayers, and I've heard people talk about the market. I, I, I've heard the, that the market is doomed. At some point, it's going to crash. And when that happens, that debt that you owe could be called at, at its fullest, it, no matter what it is, or that you can be in trouble in other ways. Is that true? Is that not true? Is it, that, well, Or is that I, just a bunch of conspiracy theory your stuff? Your dad has debt. Well, but I have debt that I can pay for right. with my assets. Mm -hmm. So if worse comes to worse, I just take my assets and pay the debt. So it's controlled debt. You can go take your I assets take my, and pay your debt. That's I, right. I, I, I use debt. <laughs> take your assets <laughs> right sure now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make sure your debt's covered by No, No assets. pun intended, by the way, folks. So yes, sorry, Mom. So we said assets. So it's in, you know. I may borrow money to invest it in something. Mm -hmm. But I'm, it's for an asset that I can increase in value. So you're taking so like the I gold standard, someone, if I essentially. Take, and I can borrow money for a 1%, like on my home. Why would I pay it off too soon when it's at such a low interest rate? Yeah. When I can take mm. money that I'm paying off on my house and go invest it and make 15% okay, or I, 14% or whatever it is. I, it's all interest. When you have money, you can make those choices. When you're in debt, you can't make those choices. Mm. The other problem with debt is... And what I've seen with people is that when you get in high debt, you can no longer be a giver. No, mm. that's the sad mm. part. You can't ever mm -hmm. be a participant in what God wants you to do because you're controlled by debt. Mm -hmm. And that's good. that hurts you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the blessings yeah. that you can get, it hurts you in so many ways, not just internal stress. And I mean, what it does to you medically is, is a sin, mm. what that stress can do. And it's better to get out of that situation where you're not bondage to any man. That's why the Bible yeah. says that. Yeah. We aren't supposed to be in bondage. It's it's a, it's a it's helping us. He's trying to guide us, mm -hmm. not trying to control not us. Not to hurt us and manipulate no. us, right. That's right? It's not arbitrary. He's always in it for our good. That's right. Well, and again I'm saying, do you think there's any credence? Now you're saying, well if you have if you have the gold standard, if you have enough gold in the reserve, if you have enough assets in the in, in, in your, well, I'm just saying for for us, for those that, for those for those that you're saying, okay, you have to have a little bit of debt in order to do that. And you're saying as long as you have the gold standard, you're not in you're not in any way in danger because you can pay for whatever you have because you have controlled debt. I'm not in bondage. Right. You're you you are you're you're not really in debt. You have enough to pay whatever you got out. You're just utilizing the system in order to to get better interest rates or whatever. And I'm at liberty to help people or help wherever God leads me to help. Sure. I can't do that if I'm in bondage. But I'm saying, again, is there any credence to the people that are talking about the market, about because the country is so far into debt, is there any credence to the warnings about markets falling? I know you want me to answer that. I've I, tried to pass it. I want times. you to answer this. Do you think... <laughs> I can't predict the future. So. Well, no, we can't, but you can. You there, have enough wisdom to say... If there was say, somebody that could predict the future, they would be very wealthy, but they can't. Because so you don't you know, think that there's another there's another oh, crash there's coming. always another crash coming it's always happens the market goes up and the market goes down there's always crashes coming always right now 
the market is very overpriced. And I'm not, um, I have a finance expert, an accounting expert, but right. I'm in business finance. Right. I'm not in personal finance like that. Right. So I'm not investments. I, I got know, you. My investment information I come to you today is just my personal views. Right. And mm-hmm. I've had a lot of training, but it's still, I'm not considered, I don't consider You know, they, it's not a volatile market is what you're saying. It's always volatile. It's always volatile. <laughs> yeah. The market's volatile. So there is, there is a little bit of credence but to the, you, the warnings out there. Yeah. Um, just like with the housing market in 2008 when that right happened. But right now, people are trying to make their investments a little more secure. If you have a retirement account, you're listening to us, you've talked to your investment counselors, and they're probably asking and suggesting to you to get a little bit more conservative in your investments, not to be out in the market because it's overpriced. That means when we say it's overpriced, we mean that when you're investing your money in your 401ks or whatever, and they're putting it in companies, those companies are getting top dollar for their stock. Mm-hmm. They're paying a lot more multiple of their earning uh, to get that stock. And so you're paying high, which means that when it does come down, you're going to be hurt mm-hmm. from your investment. It's going to, your, your capital you have, when you, let's say you put $1,000 in Microsoft and the whole market drops, that $1,000 may not only be worth $900. You may lose 10%. And you've lost 10% of your investment. Your principal money went down. Mm. You invest in Microsoft because you want their dividends to come back. You want the appreciation of the stock to go up. Well, when the market's high, you have less chance of that happening. How much of the market number is is driven by debt? Like you said, it's overpriced. Is that because of the amount of debt that the company or the nation is in? Or is it does that have any kind of attachment to the debt? Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's why. Right now... The government is stimulating investing in the markets, stock markets. Right, by, by paying out the stimulus checks. Well, no, because no. they are keeping the interest rate arbitrarily low. Oh. Yeah. They, that interest rate is as lowest it's ever been, ever. Mm-hmm. And it's there are times when I was growing up and, and when you were young infant, interest rates were above 10, 12, 15%. When you bought a house... You had to pay 12%. The house, first house we had with you as a baby. Wow. We paid 12% to be in that house. Interest. Wow. Okay, you, you don't have that now. People made, invest when they invested in the bank, they were being paid 7, 8, 9% interest in their bank accounts. What mm. do you get now in your bank account? <laughs> Almost nothing. Nothing. Point 0.01%, maybe. maybe 0. Because 1. they're keeping the interest rates low. Yeah, that's a tenth yeah. of a percent, by the way. It's nothing. Yeah. Pay you nothing. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Where so you were getting the, before. On T-bills right now, 1%, maybe. The government's, and the reason they're doing that is because their debt's so high, they can't afford to pay the real interest rate. They're keeping it down. It makes their, it makes their, their ability to pay much easier. But it hurts everybody else because now you, to get any money in return, you have to get out of your uh, interest rate investments. Because there's not you're not making anything, and go to stocks and bonds and other things that pay more interest. So your personal debt, as well as the national debt, as well as companies' debts, are having an effect on the whole system. Sure. So debt in in and actually that's the reason why I was asking. Yes. It wasn't necessarily because of I I I, I want to garner conspiracy theorists' doomsday projections. If there is credence to those things, then obviously you want to be prepared to not have that debt. Well, what do you do? We don't what do have you do debt. With your 401k. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. What do you do with your retirement accounts? Close them? No. 
No, you can't. You got to keep do that. You got to keep investing because what happens? Insurance is, guy over here is getting. <laughs> he's having a he's having a conniption fit. You okay, Steve? Yeah. Steve, you all right, man? Some serious eye I've rolls going on there. You need some. You need some. Uh, you need some medication. All right, go ahead. You keep investing. You, you keep like, investing. Yeah, you, you just penalize keep and investing. Now you may change how you allocate your money so it's in a little bit more secure things. But yeah, just remember, bonds are just money you owe you you borrow to a company. So Microsoft has stock. Microsoft has bonds. Micro, the Walmart has stock that you can buy. They have bonds. When you when you buy a bond, you are, in essence, lending your money to a company or the government, and they're paying you interest. It's called a coupon, but they're just paying you interest back. And they have no. Um, there's no security in that. It's just your the security is the company. If the company goes broke, you lose your money. In stock, um, the company's going to go down over time. You can you can lose your money in stock too. It's got risk involved, right? So you have to measure your risk with your return. Okay, mm-hmm. so now that you're okay. saying that, okay, so now we, you said that America owes so much in what did you call it? Um, under unfunded or, unfunded debt. debt. Okay, is Social Security part of that? Yes. Okay, so they owe so much amount. Now you're you're telling me. 401ks, you want to keep investing in those things. Can yes. 401ks, can 401ks lose money? Yes. Sure. Okay. I'm just asking. So if, if, yeah, if again, I'm in 2008, too. we had a major. Yeah, bad thing. Bad thing. Yeah, yeah. housing market completely it came, crashed. It came back. And the stock market. No, went, no not, not necessarily. The stock market went down to 7,000, 6,000. What is it today? 36,000 on the Dow. It's high. Okay. It's really high. Yeah, but it was six. So had you put and left your money alone, you'd be six times greater than mm-hmm. you were back then. That's true. Right? Yeah. But yeah. At, at one point, your investments were worth nothing, very little, and then they go back up. So the market goes up and down. It swings Over up time, yeah. it makes money. And so you have to look at it over time. On a, so yes. the idea is, is you just keep investing, and you're going to have some ups and downs and lows, but that's okay. Just keep putting money in. You're going to buy when it's low, and you're going to buy when it's high. You're going to buy when, and just keep putting money in there. As long as you're, as long as you're thinking financially and and those, but my, yeah, okay. That's right. Now, what about Social Security? Do you think that it's you know it's a wise investment? Do you think that that's something that people should, should I don't be... think you have a choice. Do you, you don't have a choice in that, Tim. Well, I, there are some people that do have a choice in that. Oh yeah, if you're a pastor. You yeah, know. and well, so I might be coming from a person. So I know that you know you're coming it's from true. your perspective, but I'm saying that most pastors don't have a choice. Most pastors do have a choice. Well, they don't take that choice. That's most true. Most of them don't. That's true. Well, what I'm asking is though, with the concerns of the debt that the nation has and the unfunded debt that you're talking about, how much 120, 130 something billion trillion trillion, trillion mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Really 160 trillion. That's scary. Well, it is, but uh, is there any concern with that amount of debt affecting those people that are under social security, that the social security will not be there to pay out? There's always a concern. Yeah, there's always a concern. You got to vote for the people that are going to fix that and make it right and honor the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you think we have? I mean, I'm not going to ask that question. All right, so <laughs> thank you. That's a, that's another question to ask for another day. That's a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. That's, we that's, could go all kinds of places. Yeah, that's true. Well, obviously, what we're saying is that debt, in many ways, is affecting negatively, not only the 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 worldwide scene. Because obviously the United States is slave to the the lender, 
those people that have lended us whatever that is, whether it be us or whether it be whoever else holds that debt. I don't I don't know the I don't I like I'm not an expert on those kind of things. We have limited amounts of control over what happens in the governmental level. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. We have a lot of control on the individual personal, personal level. Yeah. That's right. And we need to take steps to mm-hmm. get us more secure in how much debt we have as people, mm-hmm. individual family units, and be better at budgeting. Mm-hmm. making our choices yes. about what we're buying Prepping. and what we're spending right. money on. Right. Because I've, I have counseled people from all um, levels of income, and I have seen people that make $30,000 a year and people that make $200,000 a year, and neither one of them have enough money to make their bills go. Mm. So how do you tell the one that's got 30 you have to make it, and the one at 200 why can't you make it? Well, it's just choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they they see their money and they make choices about what they're going to spend money on. Mm-hmm. Right, and I've been in that debt cycle. I yeah. know what's like, but I'm now in my life. Once I've got past where I don't have to pay for cars and, and kids and kids and other yeah. things, yeah. I have you said the that option. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> we heard that. Yes, yeah, we heard that. I have the option. You know, watch that. <laughs> well, you can get there too. And I yeah, I'm really close. You, I'm really close. No. <laughs> Anyone can choose to do that. Sure. They just have to make the right sacrifice. It's a discipline. Yeah. Right. And if you're willing to do that, you can live a lot less stress in your life and be able to do things I think God would let you do. You think it's you think it's 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 a better way of life to remain debt. Free, freer of debt or controlled debt. Freer, freer, yeah, freer. Of because debt. I know some people that are pretty stressed out about say, no if you debt. borrow borrow one thing. There are counselors we know them all that yep. would say you should be in no debt. Mm-hmm. I am a little bit more moderate. I think that you have an opportunity. You need to think about what the interest is and what the costs are and make right. your choices. Just be careful on it. Right. Mm-hmm. More okay. personal responsibility. Okay. All right. That's good. 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 Anything else you guys want to? Ask the, 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 the Haas Papa of finance and accounting. I actually learned a lot today, so it's I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. I'm very thankful for this little podcast right yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I, listen, all I have is, is what, you know, what we've got fed to us by all the differing voices that are out there. And so when I, when I hear debt free, I'm thinking, all right, so you stash it in a pillowcase in your closet and you don't put it in a bank. Because no. what happens it <laughs> Steve Will you let me finish, Steve? Good grief. Good night. Uh, that's when you listen to people and they're talking about doomsday and fear mongering like they do, then that's what you start thinking about debt free living. You put it in there and you don't trust any of the other systems out there that do that. But what I'm what I'm hearing you say is you can work within the system as long as the system is is established and working, um, that you can not only make better choices that incur better things for national level, your family level, your personal level, if you're budgeting and you're planning and you have controlled debt, then you're able to function better in that capacity than if you're, you know, operating on a fear-based thought process or a legalistic process. And if you can come back to the middle is what we've always talked about this, this level-headed way of thinking of, okay, what is the best choice 
what's the best possible solution for the the, the, the situation that stands right now. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's always risk involved with financial anything if you're investing or any of that kind of thing. But your choices to you know hoard it and put it in a, a, a pillowcase in your still has the risk of your house burning down. I think if you go into Matthew chapter six and you read about what he says, don't store up treasures on earth mm-hmm. where moth and rust. If your treasures are still and your foundation is still the Lord, then you can operate in a loving way when it comes to finances, when it comes to what, 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 what Dr. Lutch is saying. If you can budget your finances, if you can operate with controlled debt, mm-hmm. then that means that you can operate within the system to do better things for not only the Lord, not only for the people around you, but you also operate healthier because you won't be as stressed with uncontrolled debt and mm-hmm. things that are driving and, yeah. and enslaving you. You'll be That's what I'm trying to say, Mr. No, Steve. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. No, yeah. Steve. Yeah, Steve. I'm hearing a recurring theme of self-control. self-control. Basically, yeah. self-control. Well, I think that's part of love, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love is, I mean, it's part of part of the whole dynamic. If you love yourself, you're going to have to control yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to know what is beneficial for you, what things are not beneficial for you. And debt is, it, it is something that can be utilized as a tool as far as, as long as it's controlled is what you're saying. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm only repeating what I thought I heard. That's right. mm-hmm. Okay. So don't, don't get all legalistic on us people. And think that uh, it, it, is a, it is an absolute immoral sin. Now, listen, if you have that conviction, we're not telling you not to obey the Lord. If the Lord's telling yeah. you not to be in debt, don't be in don't debt. Uh, but we are saying that there is, that there's no expressed command in the Bible that says you're a sinner if you're in debt. It does say mm-hmm. that the borrower is slave to the lender. That's, yeah. what, that's what Romans 13 says. And we know for a fact that there's a lot of scriptures in there that say it's better to not owe a man something uh, on the basis of even health-wise. Mm-hmm. But... Control debt is something that we have not heard a lot of, and mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons why this podcast exists, mm-hmm. is to answer questions that aren't necessarily being answered in more of a moderate, like you've heard about cussing on this podcast. We, we took more of a moderate approach. It's not the cuss word that's the sin, it's your heart that's the sin, and you need to deal with the heart before you deal with the word. That's part mm-hmm. of it, and I think the same thing here. The debt's not the sin. It's your heart in the process of the sin. And if you're getting in over your head because you can't control yourself, there may be a deeper problem than just yeah. the debt. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what Dr. Lech is saying. Yes. So um, agreed, 100% agreed. I yes. think that's pretty incredible. Um, thanks, Dr. Lech, for being here. Yes, sir. Thank and, you. And answering even political questions that your, your son is curveballing. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed it. He really tried to really sidestep good. that. It was very gracefully done. Yeah, it was graceful. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, and he would not let him. He wouldn't let him. He doesn't sidestep those things when I talk to him on a regular basis. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. I was trying to get you into some great conversation there. <laughs> I don't understand. And then I have Steve over here gasping Steve. at me. Going, no, no, no. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me finish there, Hoss. I'm sorry. Good grief. <laughs> Forgive me. How dare you have an opinion, Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't pull your 401k out of... Uh, just something. Wait till he no. starts talking about insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> He's gonna head that one up and I'm going to I'm going yeah. to gracefully oh. buy that's gonna be the Steve. Oh, oh well, we've already said the Steve insurance company. We're uh, gonna be that. But now he's gonna have a Steve podcast. No all about Steve insurance. No, <laughs> hmm. no what, what what your dad was saying is uh the the less debt that you have, the more you have to help other people and also invest in your future. And then 
best thing to do is just trust the Lord. You know, right. you give that money and let Him increase it. But as long as you're a debt to the, you know, you're in debt, you can't invest that money. And the less you have to invest, the less you have for your future. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. also, you have to be good stewards and make good choices on yep. the basis of the money that you've been entrusted with. So don't go out and do investments to the, you know, the meth house down the road and call that your investment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because there are people out there that would say, I'm making an investment in the future. Like, I've had make a lot of money from that. I've had. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke you like a true folks. Oklahoma is loving it Spoken right like a true businessman right now. I'm just saying I've had, there, there are, there are people that are attached around. I'm not going to even name names or say anything, but they, they invested in dentist. You know, illegal heads need those no, dentists. I'm just, I'm talking about illegal substances, and they thought that that was the best way someplace. to invest their money, <laughs> and they ended up in jail because they they tested waters, and that is mm. not the best. Wow. It's not the best investment for your future. Okay, I'm just saying, do things within the legal confines and make That's the best right. decisions. Be good stewards of yes. what you're talking about. All right, no one was going there. Too. Well, I know, but I always have to take it to extremes. Yeah, you know, he's got to take it overboard. Like he's got to be extra. So yeah. if it's good for the middle, it's got to be good for the for the small and the large. And if somebody who is like me is going to go extremes, then I need them to understand that just because you think the meth house is a great investment doesn't mean it's a good investment. OK. No. All right. Just say that. And even though Steve says, well, you're not in debt now, take that money that you're not paying to your house and put it in the meth house. That's not what he's saying. He's saying put it in a good investment that is yes. legal, a good legal investment like like. You know, there's a really good investment that's coming up. It's called the Steve? insurance company. <laughs> Go ahead and invest money in that. All right. So anyways, <laughs> the song of the week is a favorite of mine off the Fate Strange album back in 2009, the Back There Again album. Uh, this is actually my personal favorite on this song, like uh, on this, this CD. Too. It's called I'm Complete. We hope you guys enjoy it. This is what it, this is what it sounds like.
It's been so long since I've had a talk with you, God. Please come to me and make me whole again. Lord, once again, I've gone and tried to do it my way. I'm empty and I need your touch again. With just a moment in your presence, my heart finds rest in peace. And just a glimpse of your glory, Lord, I am finally free. I'm completely lost without you. I'm as helpless as can be. Just a moment in your presence My heart finds rest in peace And just a glimpse of your glory, Lord I am finally free I'm completely lost without you I'm as helpless as That was Fate Strange. I'm complete. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, not debt. Debt doesn't make you complete. Nope. That yeah. new car doesn't the make you Lord complete. Does. The Lord makes you complete. That's right. You'll always have a hole if you're always trying to fill it with money yes. or things of this earth, and that's kind of the point. Yes. Uh, and and I love the perspective here today that, that Dr. Lutch has told us with, with, with more of a prepared and more controlled debt, you will be more free to do the way the Lord wants you to with the finances that he's entrusting you with. And that I think is probably the takeaway point that we're taking home. If you're in debt and you can't, you're not free to give the way that he's wanting you to give, you're always going to have that regret, um, yeah. you know, going forward. So I love that. And of course I'm taking things to extreme, um, <laughs> with investment and stuff like that, but there is somebody out there. I'm sure that will go well. This, if I think that investing into a mass company is uh, listen, uh, just hear me out. That is not a good investment. No. All right, um, and and you need to be prayerful about the investments that you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you, Doctor Lutch. And let me say again how thankful we are for yes. the opportunity to to be able to enter your lives by way of this podcast. I want to thank you for listening in and for all the responses that we get during the week. And I do get some. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and don't just do it to me. Don't just don't just 
you know, send me a message. If you want to send one to the ball of beauty, I'll give you his personal number right now. It's nine. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. If you want to hear from us, and I'll make sure if you want to want to get it to somebody who's on this panel, like Dr. Lech, I'll make mm-hmm. sure and get it to him. If you want to get a message or a question about finance, I'm sure he would love to answer those questions as long as they are actual questions and not argumentative yes. questions. I won't forward stupid things, but I will, if there's an honest question about something, I'm sure he would love to answer those questions. And maybe there might be a second uh, podcast that he comes on about finances next year or the next season that we have, and he might be able to follow this up with any questions that we've got. But budgeting, um, budget, ugh. yeah. <sighs> I always hear that. <laughs> Is that what we're hearing about? Yeah, it's budgeting. It's kind of like I may be sick. That's for how that you control podcast. it. It's kind of what is that? What's the word I'm looking for? The Discipline. quantitative <laughs> research analysis. <laughs> Every dollar is pretty good to use. I like it. Have you used that app before? I was just saying I, every dollar. It's pretty uh-uh. good. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen the app. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I used it this month for the first time and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. That's what Dave Ramsey said. Budget to every dollar. If you have if every you have dollar, things, make you sure that a, you have a, you give it a name. Give it a name. That's a good way to budget. Yep. Interesting. Again, we want to thank you for listening in and get back to Sam. We want to thank Crossroads Community Church uh, for sponsoring this podcast, allowing us the opportunity to broadcast from their podcast studio here. We're right here with these wonderful microphones, this cool little nifty soundboard yes. that I get to use with all the little buttons that mm. Steve is completely jealous that he can't use. Steve? And yes. he's always threatening to press a button. <laughs> he always pushes Get your well, finger yeah, with it. Tim's always pushing our buttons. Why, can we, can't, why yeah. can't we push his? Because, because you noticed the name on the podcast. I'm just saying. All right, so... I have all the risk. All right. So <laughs> listen, if you have an idea for a podcast that you'd like to hear, please email me at Tim at Tim Once again, that's Tim at Tim Lech, L-E-T-S-C-H.com. And let me know what you'd like to hear us talk about. And we've already got a couple of good ones that have been added on to season two. So you'll have to stay put and stay tuned uh, next week. We're going to be bringing in Santa and Mrs. Claus from Mobile Santa. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's going to be cool. Now, Mobile Santa is a ministry that we do here at Crossroads Community Church in Lindale. We've been doing it for over ten years now. Uh, That the same Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus that we had ten years ago is actually the same Santa and Mrs. Claus that we have this year. Uh, So, uh, you know, they've been doing it for a long, long time, and uh, we hope that they continue to do it for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, last year we had. We had COVID um, and we were having to navigate and we still are to a point navigating through COVID. We want to be sensitive to all of the stuff that's going on out there. We realize that, you know, some of you out there are still a little scared of the virus and I get it. I understand it is a scary, scary topic out there. And I want you to know that we are sensitive to you, which is why we are making sure that it is a contactless way of being with Santa Claus so that you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And you know what? To be honest with you, that Santa and Mrs. Claus don't have to worry about the the Petri dishes that come with um, (laughs) elementary schools and junior highs and goats. Believe it or not, goats that come on to Santa Claus's lap. (laughs) Um, I'm not kidding you. We've actually had goats. So uh, we we will have hand sanitizer. We will have contactless way. All of the characters will be there. Grinch, Olaf, Rudolph, Mrs. Claus, Santa. All of them will have a special way uh, of contactless. Um, uh, December 9th through the 11th, we will be here on site at 20465 North Highway 69 in Lindale, Texas, 75771. Or if you are wanting to get out, you can't make it on any of those nights and you just want to come and see Mobile Santa, we will, we will be at Cracker Barrel on December the 12th. We will then go from there to Leslie Kane Realty 
And those are two hot spots that we, I think there might be one more. We're still working on that, but I just want you to know that we will be out and about in the city for the first time since 2019. Uh, we mm-hmm. will be out and about in the city and doing contact, contactless mobile Santa uh, out in the city. It'll be kind of our warm up for probably next year when hopefully all of this stuff will be behind us and we won't have to worry too much more about the contact that comes along with it. Uh, but it, we'll be prepared either way yep. um, because we, we want to love on our community. Uh, so we'll be talking about next, that next week, talking about mobile Santa memories down through the years, talking about our favorite moments. And I think it's going to be a really, really touching time next week. So you don't want to miss that. And we hope you join us next week. But until then... I'm Steve Howard. I'm Joanna Grace. I'm PT signing off. And if no one has told you, we hope you know it. God loves you. And so do I. We'll see you next week. If I could talk, goodbye. That's all, folks. (laughs) That's all, folks.